It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? Not much. We have, I mean, we've been saying this for a while, but we have actually arrived today because uh, the planes have landed in Oxnard, Oxnard uh, California. Whatever you pronounce it. And we have reached the, uh, the finale of our positional review because um, I, I don't think we're going to cover special teams, I assume, right? We, well, we're going to wait. To... <laughs> I, I would love to cover special teams. You know how much I love special teams, but no, we are not going to do that. You're um, a huge fan. So we've reached the end, and, and, and really we're on the precipice of starting uh, the, the two, 2021 Dallas Cowboys training camp, and I'm excited. Yeah, so in full disclosure, we're recording this uh, on Wednesday afternoon, about 1 p.m. Eastern time, and the Cowboys opening press conference is going on right now. If there's anything – Super notable that's coming out of this press conference. We'll cover it on Thursday's show. Um, generally, Landon, there's not a lot that we gain from these other than maybe a couple of injury nuggets or stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't think we're going to get much here. But let's jump into the safeties, which is a very, sure. very interesting position for the Cowboys because um, I don't know what to expect. So uh, as a whole, what do you think about this unit? Well, good news first, uh, and this is what I was talking to you about, is I, I, I think that the position has immediately a much better floor, I feel like, this year than it did last year. You know, just okay. kind of coming into the year, I feel like the you know, the worst-case scenario for the Cowboys' safety position doesn't look as bad as it possibly could be. It could have been last year, you know, for sure. Um, I think with, at the very least, some combination of uh, DeMonte KZ and, and uh, Donovan Wilson and, you know, maybe even Keanu Neal, if you wanted to throw if him into him. that mix. Yeah. And we'll talk about that later. Uh, I think that that gives you a stable, decent floor, mm-hmm. maybe slightly below average, maybe at average, if, you know, if worst case scenario happens. Right. So that's. I know that that doesn't seem like a, t- t- a, a very reassuring, but when we're talking about a position that we have all been very concerned about for years and and obviously is on our list of, of positions to be worried about coming into this year, that's the good news is that it does it does seem like that they have improved at that position. The question is how much, you know, and, and not a ton is, is known at this point. And that's the, that's the bad news, right, is that there is almost as much unknown yeah. in this position group as there is at the cornerbacks. 
Um, so I, I think that that's kind of the 10,000 foot view. And then we have to kind of look at the individual players to see exactly, you know, who's, who's likely to take a step. Who's, you know, who's going to be the starting guy. Who's the, who's the dark horses and, you know, all the kind of things that we went through with the cornerback position as well. I'll just start with this. I feel like they're a guy short at safety. Like I feel like they're a, a third safety short is I guess the best way to put it. Like for example, if Xavier Woods was still on this team, and I know we've had our ups and downs with Xavier sure. Woods, I would feel a lot better about the unit with KZ, Donovan Wilson, and Xavier Woods. I feel like that's three guys that you could, you know, mix and match. The problem is with KZ. I mean, he, he, he's t- he keeps telling us that he's healthy, but we'll see what he looks like when he's on the field and if he can stay healthy. Donovan Wilson sounds like he hasn't done anything this offseason. Like he hasn't been really involved in much of the OTAs. Um, I know he really hasn't been at the facility a ton working out. So where is he at going into year three? And I mean, he's still somewhat of an unknown player. I, I just wish they had another guy. I wish there was somebody available that they could go get, but I don't think they have that option right now, Lana. Yeah. I mean, I think at this point, you know, there's look, uh, when I said that the floor was better, I, I don't think that they're happy with where things the way no, things are no. for sure. I, I think they're still hoping that one or two players from this group that we're going to talk about, um, you know, emerge as at, at the very least options to play on the field regularly as part of a rotation. Uh, but hopefully, one or two of these guys emerges as a real player at the position, and Wilson is part of that group. You know, um, and, and I think well, let's you know, just have you, a Wilson discuss. Let's have the Wilson discussion right now because no. I think he's maybe one of the biggest wild cards on defense, yeah. right? Because Absolutely. when he's playing and playing well, he's a, a really, really good player. The problem is, I think he can be a little bit inconsistent in how healthy he is. And does Dan Quinn believe he can be the strong safety of this team? I think those are all legitimate questions. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he, you know, should be considered at free safety too. You know, I, I mean, I think that's where he played a majority of his snaps last year. Um, but I think you, you've mentioned it's consistency is the thing. Look, he is to me the Trayvon Diggs of this group, right? Uh, the guy who you have kind of the most hope for as far as uh, you know, top end where he can go. Uh, but the difference between him and Trayvon Diggs is that I feel a lot more confident that Trayvon Diggs is going to come in with a higher floor, you know, like, I agree. I don't, I, agree. I don't know exactly, you know, I, based on the reports that we've seen, based on what you just mentioned, we don't really know what Donovan Wilson is. Uh, we saw what he was at the end of the year. And we're excited by that. And I think his trajectory was extremely similar to Trayvon Diggs in the sense that towards the end of the year, they, he was really, really playing good football and, and it was playing good enough football that you were excited about his future. But you mentioned it. He wasn't around the facility a lot. I don't know if that means that he wasn't working out a lot or if he was just not part of the Cowboys offseason. And I think we'll probably find out a little bit more once we get into training camp practices for sure. But, uh, yeah, I would say that he's the guy that, you know, has a, an incredibly large uh, uh, you know, spectrum of where he can land this year. Uh, but he's also the guy that you're hoping for to take a big step uh, and potentially be, you know, uh, I mean – maybe a star at the position. I mean, he certainly was the bright spot or at least one of the the biggest bright spots on this defense last year. So, okay. So this is what I'm going to say about Donovan Wilson, about some of the off season stuff. So Dak Prescott has been very vocal and has wanted players to come to his backyard and work out. And they've actually had an amazing turnout. 
Wilson wasn't one of those players. And that's fine. Like he's not under an obligation to be there. Right. Yeah. But when you combine that with the fact that I don't think he really did much in mini camps and OTAs, you're just left wondering, okay, is, is he hurt? Is he not in shape? And that's why he can't participate in OTAs or is something else going on? Again, I have no idea. It's just something worth monitoring. But again, if he hits, I think that the, the entire ceiling of this defense rises because I do think he's got the chance to be of all the safeties we're going to talk about. He's got the chance to be the biggest game changer of them all. He's a volatile playmaker. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I think that that volatility extends to his consistency, unfortunately. I agree. Um, and, and, and I think that, you know, he needed to have a, a good off season to kind of stabilize his play a little bit to make him a more viable player. You know, look, we had a whole conversation with our buddy, uh, Joey Ikes about him and Joey uh, as an A&M guy obviously is loves Wilson sure. and, and listen we've been big Wilson fans since before yes, all we, are. we still are like, of course we still are but but you know as the as there's been more exposed in there we started to see there may be a reason that he didn't get a chance to get out on the field to, to be there consistently because he's not necessarily always reliable Mm-hmm. Um, well, but, we talk about drum beats a lot, like in, in, in a positive way. Well, like Nation Wright, who we talked about on Monday's show, right? Like Nation Wright has been having a really good offseason. Yeah. We really haven't heard anything on Donovan Wilson. Not really a single story other than, hey, he's not practicing today. And this is a guy we should have been listening for, too, right? Because, yes. of, because yeah. of the way he played at the end yes. of the year, because of the way that he uh, performed, we're interested to see how he how he improves this year because we were expecting a big jump. If, if he took this offseason off or if he, you know, just kind of took his foot off the gas a little bit because he felt like he was the starter, maybe that's problematic. You know, yeah. that's that's not good. Um, there was one other defensive back that wasn't at Dax or in Dax backyard working out this offseason. I'll let you you wonder who that that is. Uh, we'll talk about it off show. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all of the action on Bet Online before the next pitch. Head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, Landon, let's talk about KZ because the Cowboys are really relying on him to be the free safety. We've seen what he can do when he's healthy. He's a turnover machine. Uh, But how much do you trust that he can actually stay on the field? Yeah, I mean, that's the big question. I mean, it's obviously a pretty serious injury he suffered. And, uh, I think it was week four or five of, of last year. And, and and to say that we were surprised to hear that he was 100% healthy when, you know, when that claim got made uh, was surprising is, it is, is another yeah. statement. You know, I mean, I think, you know, it's 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 a little bit quick. 
Um, and, you know, I mean, it's possible. It's not certainly outside the realm of possibility. We've seen, you know, these injuries come back that quick. It's just, it's a little bit surprising. So uh, I think, you know, we all need some prove it here. You know, we, we, none of us are Atlanta Falcons fans. You know, we, we know of what he did there. We've watched tape of what he's done there, but he hasn't built up any kind of, uh, uh, I don't want to say trust, but you know, we don't have anything to kind of hold on to for, uh, for him as a player yet because we haven't Mm -hmm. seen him play. So, um, I think that there's definitely, um, yeah, I think it was a, it was a good signing, and and because he is a guy that could potentially be, we could look back and go, wow, that was a much better signing than we imagined uh, it was at the time. Just simply because he's a competent free safety who could play the position, and if he is healthy, maybe he isn't the guy who gets, you know, seven interceptions like he was a couple years ago, but at the very least can provide a stable, smart. Yes. Uh, safety that can you know stop the bleeding and i think that's incredibly uh important and necessary and in, in with this defensive backfield so a couple things on casey first and foremost he before the achilles injury he played every single game in the first three years of his career so he has been durable that way he yep. is smaller and he just turned 28 this offseason so you typically do worry about these guys that have achilles yep. injuries like does it take them two years to be fully back we shall see but if KZ plays the way he did 2018 2019 even as a rookie in 2017 he can be the best cowboys free safety since ken hamlin matt, matt johnson on practice field <laughs> justin barrio oh man that's uh, a, yeah throw way back i mean that's, that's the thing it's like if he's healthy, he can be a real difference maker. It's just how quickly is he going to be over this Achilles injury? Did he lose the quickness? Did he lose the twitch? Because if you did add 175 pounds, that's going to be a little problematic. All right, Blaine, my next question for you, who is the third safety on this team? That's a, that's a fantastic question. I think, you know, any one of the guys that we've named already could easily be that third safety if if, if someone underneath kind of really takes a step forward. Uh, you know, I think, I, I think that J Ron curse is likely to have a role on, on uh, defense. that's so disappointing. I, you know, look, I, I, I think if you could play him in a correct role, I think you can get value out of a guy like J Ron curse, get valuable snaps. I think he can also be a good special teams player. You think um, he's a but, better player than Darian Thompson? Yes, I do. Because I think that he, I, because I think that he, Darian Thompson, you know, is uh, a guy – I think Curse can actually be uh, a guy who can make plays as a box player. I don't I, I don't think Curse is better than Thompson as playing free safety. Well, you know, mostly because I haven't seen Curse play a bunch of free safety. You know, you, you see Curse yeah. play a ton of slot corner, which was interesting. And then he really only started playing box safety, like, last year. Yeah. So um, – you know, I think that there's some untapped potential there, especially when you consider uh, the fact that he's, you know, just hasn't played a lot of defensive football. And as he has played, uh, he seemingly has gotten better. Uh, but, you know, I'm not relying on him. I'm not, you know, saying that I think he's definitely going to be that. But I do think that they – I would not be surprised if they got in there, put him at, at box full time in this defense, and were surprised, pleasantly surprised with what they saw uh, in his ability to kind of move around at that position. I'm just not a curse guy. Like when I watched him in Detroit, he just, 
I, I don't know. I, he's somebody who is very athletic. He's got the size. It just seems like he doesn't have a great feel for the game. And I think the Cowboys know that. And I think they signed him to be really more of a special teams guy that who, I mean, who has some experience at safety, but if he's your third safety, I am a, a bit concerned. I will be interested to see, like, does T- Darian Thompson beat him out? Because it's pretty clear somebody on this coaching staff in the front office likes them, some Darian Thompson. I don't know what it is. I don't see it. Uh, but what is there anything that you can kind of hang your hat on when it comes to Darian Thompson? Not really. I've seen him play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it either, man. I don't get it. He's he's uh, because he's a smart player and he probably practices very well because of that. You know, I I guarantee you that's what it is. And, and that's usually the case when we, when we see these guys that are like, you know, they're like, why is this guy in the field? It's probably because they practice really, really incredibly well. And then they just can't turn it on when, when the lights come on, you know, look, I'm not rooting for curse to be uh, safety three. I'm rooting for someone like Makamu or for. We're gonna talk you know, about Makamu, don't you? Worry. Those guys to kind of come up and take some yeah. of those jobs and push other people's jobs down. Uh, so we talked about Jordan Lewis uh, on what was it, the Monday show about him potentially playing some safety. What's the right number of snaps for Jordan Lewis at safety again? And you know, in a game, and where do you want him to play? Yeah, I think it's it's a a week to week thing, right? It's a matchup based thing. If you find like th- there's packages that you want to deploy him in kind of a safety spot, you know, probably ten to fifteen snaps at th- that spot. I mean, I don't want Jordan Lewis getting more than like you know thirty snaps a game, anyways, right? Like, so yeah, I you know, think I, th- I almost think like ten snaps at safety, depending on the matchup. And to, I, yeah, to be honest, I almost would say depending on the running back. Like, I think that's the yeah. answer, right? Because we've yeah. seen him against like Alvin Kamara, like he's very good in that type of role. But if you're going up against a team that doesn't necessarily have like a pass catching running back, I don't know if I want him on the field. Like example, Landon, week two, the Cowboys play the Chargers. They're going to be playing Austin Eckler. I want him on the field covering Austin Eckler rather than Donovan Wilson. I just do. Yeah, and I think that that's the kind of way that he'll get deployed, right? Is as in a matchup based situation. Um, and you know, look, I. I whether we're calling him a safety or a, you know, nickel corner, you know, he, his job might be so specific that it, the position title may not matter. You know, right. it's like go out and cover this running back when he comes out yep. uh, or, or, you know, green dog basically, right. Cover him. If he comes out blitz, yep. if he doesn't, right. Like that's, that's the kind of thing I trust Jordan Lewis to do well. More um, than any of the other safeties in the roster, to be honest. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, we haven't, I haven't really watched Keanu Neal do any of that yet, but I mean, again, he's more, is he a linebacker? What's going he's on? More there? Of a so, he yeah. looks like he's about 230 pounds. And I, I don't yeah, think he that's definitely has cool. the pictures I've we've seen of him. He yeah. looks bigger than he did previously. So he may just be a full-time linebacker at this point. All right. I want to talk about some of the, the young safeties on this team in just a second, but let me tell you guys about built bar built bar is the absolute best tasting protein bar out there i almost will guarantee you keanu neal has been eating them this offseason uh, <laughs> yeah, so good it's, it's hard to even explain it real chocolate amazing flavors it's just a great combination of low calories high protein and low sugar with no crazy additives best of all they taste fantastic go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on and you'll get 15 percent off your next box at builtbar.com this Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients 
and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. All right, Lennon, let's talk about Izzy Makamu, the safety the Cowboys took in the second round, or excuse me, the sixth round from South Carolina. Uh, who do you believe will be inducting him into the Hall of Fame? <laughs> I like Makamu. I think he's a good player. Uh, I, I mean, apparently you. Though. Apparently it's you that's going to be inducting safety, him. Though. He's a corner. I, I don't know why they're playing him at free safety. We, we tried this with Patrick Watkins. It didn't work. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I think my note to you was that is 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 he going to be the next Reggie Robinson? And I, I, hope, and I hope not. I hope not. Um, look, I, I liked him as a corner as well. Um, I thought that you know when watching Horn tape, you know he he really kind of stood out. And and sometimes you know again, it's that uh, that technique. And I think you I've talked to you about it. Sometimes I like to turn the games on and see if the, if I could just identify the player without knowing what their number is or whatever. Yeah. And and is he Izzy got me a couple times where where it was it was Izzy not not Horn that I was watching and thinking that was Horn right mm-hmm. um, and that's you know that's a, that's an extreme compliment to Izzy not not anything against Horn um, so I, I they clearly see something there at, at safety that they that they they like well, he does have and, some experience doing it it's not like he's completely changing positions because South Carolina didn't move him around. Yeah, and and look, if you could find if he could play safety, having a guy that can cover like him as a safety, that'd be especially as the free safety spot, which is kind of where I think they're going to play him. Like if you get a six four guy that can move back there, yep, you're going to cover up a lot of throwing windows. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, I think you know for me, I just I would love to see him kind of have a role maybe doing a little bit of both, you know, and maybe kind of being an inside outside guy. And, and, and maybe you can afford a little bit more of that when you have guys like uh, Jordan Lewis and who are kind of fluid, right? Like you, you have two, a guy at the end of your cornerback roster, you can mm-hmm. play safety and the guy at the end of your safety roster, you can play cornerback and it just gives you position flex in case there's injuries in game, you know? So I, yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm, he's one of the guys that I'm really excited about to see exactly how it, it pans out. I, I just, yeah, I have real concerns uh, that they're not, I hope that they don't treat, you know, end up treating him like, like Reggie Robinson. I will say though, I will say that Quinn does have success doing this, right. Mm-hmm. Converting these corners into safeties. Uh, uh, you know, obviously Kazee is an example. Mm-hmm. Um, Earl Thomas is another example. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was mostly yeah. a cornerback in Texas. So, What's um, funny is yeah. it's typically the smaller guys, like these sub Yeah, it is. That's the difference. Guys. And this right? guy's like, 215 pounds. Yeah, th- that's the difference there, is that this guy is actually safety-sized, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I agree. I, I, I think he's got something there. Um, I'm interested to see what they see uh, in uh, him as a safety, and I'm sure we'll find out. Uh, but at the very least, I think, you know, if, if it doesn't work out, you could very quickly convert him back, and I think he'll be a, a corner that could – you know, compete for a roster spot and potentially be a, a good developmental guy down the road. 
Yeah, because I'll be honest, like when I watched the tape of like Nashawn Wright against Izzy playing corner, I, I kind of think Izzy was the better the better corner prospect, right? I mean, I, obviously Nashawn has had a better – sounds like a better offseason so far. But Mukama was pretty good in the, the SEC. He just – he had his troubles when he got matched up against Kyle Pitts, but – Hey, who did? Uh, who um, didn't? I mean, Patrick yeah. Satan had his problems against. Uh, sure. uh, I, I will say this: we definitely had a lot more tape of Mukami yeah. playing corner than we did Nation Wright. It was tough to find Nation Wright tape uh, after he got drafted. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I definitely, I definitely don't disagree with you. I think that it, I don't think you're wrong. Though. It was hard. It was yeah. harder to find a lot of Nate. Well, not only the Pac-12 just didn't play as many games this year. That was, yeah, that was the other and, problem, and that's right? part of it, right? And, and, and I think. What you're saying about Mikamu is right. His his cornerback tape is probably at least what we've seen is yeah. better than than right. But yeah, with the caveat that there's less of it and it's a lot harder to find. So the last guy that I want to mention, basically, if you decide to fade or the Cowboys decide to fade Donovan Wilson a little bit, there's got to be somebody else who you like to come in and play that strong safety role. And the Cowboys did sign a very interesting undrafted free agent this year, and Tyler Tyler Coyle. Uh, from Purdue, the the size is phenomenal, right? Six foot, two hundred and ten pounds, ran a four four one. Had production at Purdue. Is this a guy that could potentially make the fifty three man roster this season? I don't know. Is are we getting Tyler Coyle from Purdue? Or are we getting Tyler Coyle from UConn? Because if we get Tyler Coyle from his previous stop, uh, I'm in, I think. We, we may have something here. You know, there was a lot of talk when he, when we first signed him that maybe they would move him to linebacker. Um, but I, I think, I think he's, a, he could be a, a really good safety candidate. And I think he's a guy that, you know, probably suffered from, uh, uh, from his transfer, right. Probably yeah, uh, took a little bit of a step back, you know, his last year in college uh, from his trajectory, his quite impressive trajectory, his first few years at, at UConn. Um, and, you know, he was being loyal. If I remember correctly, I think he was following his defensive coordinator who moved yes, from UConn yep. to, to, to Purdue. So, uh, you know, I, I, this is – guys like this, and, and you know this, Marcus, guys like this are guys who we should watch, right, because they have an untraditional uh, way that they came into the NFL. Guys like this are the guys that are likely to be missed, right, yes. are likely to be uh, uh, just not discovered because – you know, there's circumstance involved in the way he played this year, including the, a late transfer, uh, you know, just a completely different level of play, a completely different team, completely different defense. So I think that, you know, Coyle is a guy with when you watch uh, his tape, when you see the skills that he has, the athleticism, he seems seemingly a pretty smart player, too. Um, you know, you kind of watch and you go, well, what what happened here? Why wasn't why did this guy go undrafted? Uh, and a lot of it has to do with like the circumstance of just being, you know, we talk about that drum beat, right? It's hard to get a drum beat for your candidacy as a, as a prospect when you, you've kind of been dealing with a lot of disruption, moving colleges, you know, moving conferences. It, it's hard to kind of build that candidacy as, as a, as a top draft draft prospect, if there's a lot of, you know, fluctuation going on. So what that means is that you could be finding a guy who, uh, Maybe may a much, much, much better NFL player than he was in college, uh, but we'll see when he gets in here. His athleticism is certainly going to get him a, an opportunity to maybe, at the very least, be uh, a special teams contributor. Yeah, I mean, you talked about the athleticism. According to the relative athletic scoring, tested as a 9.99 out yeah. of 10. 
Not bad. No. Not bad. So he's one of these okay. guys that yeah, if he can make a few plays on special teams in practice and in the preseason, maybe he is a guy that you decide to keep over J. Ron Curse or Darian Thompson because he's just too good of an athlete to, to subject him to the waiver wire. Keep an eye on Tyra Coyle as we get into the preseason games. Preseason games, Landon, coming up in two weeks. Cowboys Steelers, Hall of Fame game. Should be a lot of fun. Yes, it should. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, your favorite team and the team that you cover. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of a redo of what we were hoping to get last year, but uh, but yeah. now we're finally going to get it. So it should be an interesting an interesting game just to see all these oh. young people well, playing do you, football. Well, do you know what's funny? <laughs> I was thinking about this today is not only are we going to be able to see like the rookie class from this year, but there's a handful of guys yeah. that we didn't get to see at all last year. Reggie right? Robinson. We, we, we have never seen Reggie Robinson really play cornerback. Yeah, I mean, Reggie Robinson, Bradley and I only played what, seven snaps uh, something last year. There's a bunch of uh, undrafted free agent receivers like Aaron Parker, who they signed last yeah. year, who I like quite a bit. Uh, Sean McEwen even a little bit. So basically like two draft classes that we'll get to see for the first time in that yeah. first Hall of Fame game. Should be a lot of fun. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Continue to support us on YouTube. You can follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Lockdown Cowboys. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you next time. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.